We're now four episodes in. Today we talk about bungled burglaries, the Olympics, the celebrities you saw, and why our wives love being married to us. This is Ted and Tanner Do a Podcast. Every perfect. time it's oh, perfect. Good job. That was nice. Tanner. Ted. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's Dude. good to be oh, I've missed you so much. Dude, I've kind of <laughs> been going through withdrawals. I I did go through withdrawals. Well, it's because we recorded so early last week, right? So we, we recorded on Thursday. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's been a while. It has. So it's been a week and a half since we've done a podcast. So it's been a while since <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Throwback. Look yeah, at this no, photograph. Uh, how have you been? Good, man. This has been a, a good week. We had a big thing at church this morning. Next step for us is a church plant. Um, so it was really that was that was a really good thing for us, but mm-hmm. uh, but also a good thing. Um, just a lot of effort and stuff going into that. So now yeah. it's you know not slowing down, but mm-hmm. a little less um, administrative focus. But also. The Olympics have started. Yes, so we are recording on Sunday mm-hmm. the 11th. Yep. Sunday the 11th. So the Olympics have been going for like, what, three days? Three days. Four days, I guess, because they kind of started before the things. Yeah. So, no, I love love the Olympics, not as much as some people I know, um, but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan. I was yelling at the TV last night when uh, Red Gerard. Red. Shout Man, out to Red. Dude. He's actually going to be on the – that's a he, lot. He's yeah. not going to be on the podcast. We could fake it for a while. No. We should just end every podcast. Sorry, guys, saying Red. Have, uh, Red will be on next week. Yeah, Red's on next week. Uh, he had to bump us, so Red will be on the. Okay, week after. so I was watching. Um, I and so like you know when you're watching something on TV, and you're like, I want to learn more about him. So I lurked his Instagram account. So it's like he just won the gold. Right. And I watched his followers go up because he has a, he has a, you know thousands. Right. So it went from like sixty eight thousand, and I just kept watching it go from like sixty eight point one. 68.2 and, I, and then it got up to like 73 and i was like i gotta shut this off yeah. so i don't know how many he has right now see tanner for you to grow your social media empire all you have to do is gold win medal. a gold medal in slope win style a gold medal yeah okay uh, the one time i went did i ever tell you the one time i went snowboarding no it was for a lock-in and i was in college so uh-huh. florida boy goes to wisconsin yeah doing this and with I'm, all those I'm mountains with, in wisconsin all, yeah they, i don't know what it was but it was all these like 15 year old youth group kids yeah and i'm like i'm gonna go snowboarding like first time ever Smart. let's do this Smart. someone's like you should start with skiing and i said you don't <laughs> like false you, like i'm from florida we surf i we am skateboard. a skater boy i said i didn't do any of those boy. things growing up i played basketball i didn't skate or surf so i was like i'll do it anyways first time down, i don't even know how i made it up the mountain first time down fell all the way down got a concussion that was the end of the just day just rolled the whole <laughs> way down, way down. <laughs> that's terrible. awesome man uh, but what have you been? What, do you, what uh, Olympic sports have you been watching? So, um, I uh, the the things I love curling is fascinating to me, um, but really the things I love watching, you know, in this first week, um, biathlon I think yes. is fascinating and cool. If you put a gun in any sport, right? it makes it infi- I, I would never play this sport. I'm terrified of those, but it makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, and and so I've been watching a lot of biathlon. Um, any speed skating, loves watching speed skating, yeah. uh, mainly for the fact that. I still haven't seen anyone rip someone else's arm off with a speed skate, but I'm sure it's possible because this every like every sport has like a weapon in it. And I don't I don't right. want it to happen. Yeah. But 
it could yeah well could. but it's also one where you can like cheer for someone and see an ending there are a lot right yes. now where it's like wait on the score or it's you know they they release people at different times mm-hmm. and so uh love those things and then we use uh what i like to call the uh tanner evans method Ooh, the tanner evans method. who's a friend of ours uh to watch my ultimate olympic nemesis which is any form of figure skating mm. um up to and including ice dancing um but tanner taught me at the last winter olympics uh via twitter he said here's what you need to do mute the tv and turn on yakety sax which is from the old uh i forget what show it is but it's the and it lines up with every figure skater really we'll do if when we get done with the podcast we're gonna, we're gonna do we'll this. pause and well we won't pause the podcast we'll we'll see what's on and if there's figure skating we'll do it and it it'll get you on the floor rolling with how hilarious it is so i advise everyone um with our despising of figure skating as the ultimate enemy of sport yeah. um i believe my tweet this week was they were the bond villains <laughs> of sports and then someone was like well then tell me about and it was some other sport they're like, well, you know, oh, what about the Russian athletes? I was like, they're the minions of the <laughs> figure skaters. I'm 90% sure the figure skaters. I don't think we have any Russian uh, listeners either, so I yeah, think no, we're, we're, we're safe there. Um, but I'm pretty sure figure skaters arrived together, like via, you know, submarine somehow and landed <laughs> like in Pyeongchang Where and like offloaded, ri- yeah. you mm-hmm. know, so. Um, but the other big thing for me, I mean, Valentine's Day is coming this week, man. Yeah, not it's a good ex- it's a good excuse for me to get a, a fun gift for Chelsea. And yeah, we we don't ever celebrate on the day. We we do a dinner together during the right. week, either before or after. Um, but I mean, also highlight this week: pitchers and catchers report. Spring training is starting, my friend. That's right. So you had the uh, NBA trade deadline which did not disappoint oh my goodness i mean cleveland was basically like later i was in a we were in a conference while uh while the trade deadline was going down and for about an hour it was the most exciting moment of my entire life it was just uh adrian wardenowski who's this big espn um he analyst he just knows everything that's happening and so he's just like tweeting all these things that's going out and i get like direct like straight to my phone anything that anytime he says something my phone gets a notification so it was like he just texting straight and this is true this is yeah and it was so exciting and i was standing with like three other nba fans and mm-hmm. like good luck trying to find three people who like the nba right it's yep. just kind of a hard thing yeah, yeah but i was with the other three fans and we oh it was it was so fun it was and that's we awesome. and, and like the day before that so i was in um New York City, Manhattan this last week at a conference, and so we went to the NBA store while we were there. Yeah. And it was the greatest place. Well, you caught a game up there, too, right? Yeah, I went to a Brooklyn Nets uh, game. They played the Rockets, and that was a fun game. The Rockets won, so it's cool to see uh, James Harden and Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it was a fun it was a fun game. Did you know that in in, in, in the Brooklyn Nets arena in the Barclays Center uh-huh. they have uh, banners hanging for for Biggie and for Jay Z? Really. How like how cool is that? That's insane. <laughs> it's awesome. So one had, had a biggie quote, and the other one for Jay Z was like, "Jay Z sold out like eight shows in a row in this arena." Well, because he owns the Brooklyn Nets, pretty much. So of course he can right. hang yeah. his own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was it was a sweet trip. It was a fun conference. Went to uh, VoxCon up in Manhattan, um, and it was fun. Got to see a bunch of speakers. Learned good ton of things. It was good. fun. All yes. all we do is go to conferences. Yeah, we're going to one. Of well, the this month. month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I mean. I mean, in all honesty, not just because we're sitting in the same room. 
I missed you, man. I did too. I, I missed, missed you as missed well. Missed the podcast. Missed oh God, missed the podcast. Yeah. I was listening to it on the flight and I was cracking myself up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, Guys, honestly, we like have we have a healthy humility. Oh no, I don't think we do. But if like if this podcast serves I was any to trick them, Tanner. Shh, stay on the ground. Okay. If this podcast only helps the two us. of us, yeah. It's done its job. I'm down. It's done its job. But I met people at the conference who were like, hey, we listen to the pod. Nice. I'm like, that's the coolest thing. And it was, I, it was I mean, my buddy Ross. That obviously, was it. Yeah, Ross. Shout out Ross. Yeah. New best friend. But like, I, I mean, I apologized right away. And then I said, thank you so much. Don't stop. Please, yeah. Please don't stop. Yeah, we'll send here's you a sticker. sticker. Here's a sticker. Yeah. Oh, did you have him with you? Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I don't think I put any. St- oh. Well, we got stickers. We yeah, have stickers. I saw you put random yeah. speak stickers. So we have stickers. Yeah, I put some stickers. Uh, so we have stickers now. So yeah, let us we'll have to figure out some yeah. way that we'll send you a sticker. How do you want to get your sticker? Maybe, Venmo us. Maybe Venmo us. <laughs> if you get if you get picked for the listener mm. question, we'll send we'll you send you a sticker. sticker. That's a good idea. I think the postage might be more expensive than the stickers. Well, oh man, we'll figure something out. Yeah, don't hold us to that sticker thing. Yeah, remember we work for churches. Yeah, right. And I'm also a poet, so right. we do, we really just spend money to yeah, live. Yeah, and I have a dog, so yeah, you know. Well, he's he basically eats money. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> he, walked in. He, he heard. He's looking at me. Yeah, yeah. I just want to pet him, but I know he's gonna get riled up. Yeah, he would. So, uh, um, <laughs> with all that, let's get down to some real talk. Real talk. We need to have so, a real talk jingle. What? I'm not gonna make try it up and on the spot. Up. Three, if, two, one. When you're walking and you're talking, and you really need to know the news. It's real talk. Real talk. Yeah, that's horrible. Save we, it. File save as. Yeah. We'll, Anyways, uh, what's your real talk for the week, Ted? Well, for me, um, I came across this story, and I, I think my mother-in-law uh, tweeted it. She's a great tweeter. Shout out to Cherry. Also, she that's does awesome a great that your job. mother-in-law tweets. Oh, dude, she, she finds some hilarious stuff, and I'm 90% sure this was one of her tweets, and it was this guy uh, in Seattle, and he's obviously either high or drunk or both, and he's trying to break into uh, – Toyota Tacoma in the parking lot of a radio station and they get it all on film and so what happens is he's doing that right so he's he's trying to break in he's trying to use a mop to break into this truck and he can't break the window at all like just can't break it so what does the radio station do they take the footage and they have their play-by-play guy do play-by-play of this dude trying to break into the car and it's phenomenal it is so it's so funny like, we just watched it right before yeah. this. i was like i need to know exactly what this looks like but it's just this like this man stumbling around and spoiler alert he ends up falling off a roof it's kind of sad but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right onto his head like it's not even like oh, maybe he hit his arm no it's like almost straight onto his head and they don't show him getting up but i'm i assume he does because he needs to get into this truck yeah well and it doesn't the the story like doesn't end with man dies no. And I'm sure it's like, oh, this dude died. Let's make fun of it. I don't think that's you know Seattle is uh, they're much nicer people yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. I feel like all of our our real talk is just like this is how great the internet is. This oh, is what we have found. One hundred percent. I only search the Huffington Post weird news. Is that where you're getting yours like, too? That's one hundred percent where we I need get to it. find different sources. Well, yours is NPR this week. I googled really hard. Yeah. I, I, but I also, because of our also, last... can we use the phrase Googled really hard more often? Well, we're making t-shirts. <laughs> oh, no, my gosh. We really should. Googled so hard. <laughs> no. Ted and Tanner to the podcast. I Googled that so googled hard. So hard. <laughs> oh, this podcast is just going down. Yeah. But it's coming back. It's yep. coming back. So, Tanner, what I, was your story? Well, last week we had talked about uh, our, our good friend Kyle Frazier. 
Yep. And told us that we don't talk enough about sports. Which I think is Kyle's fault and yeah. not ours. But Kyle just really likes sports. Can't fault the guy. Kyle's, Kyle's an okay guy. One of my favorites. I'm just kidding. Anyways. Kyle's a great guy. Uh, but last week, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And I, I, I want to bring I want to bring this up mostly because I just want to say that Tom Brady lost. I know. I mean, w- I right. think it would have been neat if he would have gotten his sixth, right? Six? Yeah. No. It, I think it would have it would have made a case for history, but because everyone's trying to compare him to like the care. other greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan, JJ right? Watt. But JJ Watt. Sorry, that was that was that was a stretch. <laughs> that was just like a, a Houston. But JJ Watt, if you want to be on this podcast, let us know. Yeah, I have a text out to him, so we'll see what good. happens. Good, good, good. Uh, but I bring all this up to say Tom Brady lost. But also, but I, I found on NPR that there is a, a competition to avoid learning who won the Super Bowl. That's got to be close to impossible. As in, as of as of a few days ago, right? So like a week after mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, eight. Well, maybe not a week. A few days at least. When was the Super Bowl? The fourth. Yeah. So it's been over a week. It was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Eight people still literally a week ago did not know. There's eight people who don't know who won the Super Bowl. So here's a question: How do you judge that? Exactly. That was my that was my question because too. it's like, oh, do you know who won the Super Bowl? I don't know. Who no, won. no, I don't know. Am I going to win twenty five thousand dollars? I have no idea. Sure the last I heard, the Bills were going to be there. Yeah, the Bills. I don't know how you gauge that, but I thought it was fascinating. I still, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. But that was my that was my real talk. No, well, and that's and that's crazy that there's. I mean, because it's wall to wall coverage, and yeah. then Philadelphia caught itself on fire. Yeah, I don't even um, know if Philadelphia is there. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's gone. Yeah, it's just we, you know, Rip. Philadelphia. Yeah. We knew you well. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we have the bell. Although I think our friend Emily Finky, when she was trying to get back from the conference you were at. I think she went to Philadelphia instead of New Jersey, (laughs) so uh, it must still be there. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to ask Emily. And also a great way for us to drag her and be like, (laughs) hey, I was riding the train north instead of south. Pretty close. Hey, Emily, how do trains Uh, work? Yeah, but I don't know how you would gauge this, and I don't like, why would you not want to know who won? I could understand if it was a competition. Yeah. Like, if it was something like that. but I don't even know if they won anything. I mean, Just win not knowing? But, and I think... With the Super Bowl, it's one of those things where I think there are people who don't care about it. Right. But you kind of know about it, right? It's not like, yeah. oh, what is this sports ball? Like, yeah. everyone kind of knows what the Super Bowl is. Even if you go, well, I don't care. That's And I think that's totally fine. Like, right. if football's not your gig, that's that's cool. You know, if sports aren't your gig, that's cool. But, but then you it's probably just like Justin Timberlake, so you right. probably want to watch the game. Agreed. Which I guess you could, like, watch up until, like, the end of the halftime mm-hmm. show and then be like, I don't want to know. By the way, this is a Tide ad. So a Tide ad, yeah. I think best, Sponsored commercial, by Tide. best commercial of the Super Bowl was the yeah. sheriff doing Tide ad commercials. It was a sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I, I blanked for Sorry. a second. I like that one, but I also really enjoyed uh, the one with Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. It was the Michel- Michelob Ultra yeah, one. Yeah, and where then he, was he like, shows up, and they're like, oh, you're an extra. Yeah, and so he's like in the background of all these spoiler shots. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it. Yeah. That one was good. My uh, my parents really liked the, the, the E-Trade one, where it's like the old people saving for retirement. The elderly people. Sorry. I don't think that's better. I don't know. I... Give up. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. Real talk. Real talk, man. We just did it. We're recording at night. We are. So we are done. But this is a music break, so. Music break.
this week, why should I care? And we honestly didn't plan this until we looked across the table and realized Valentine's Day, we nailed it. So why should I care about marriage? Dun 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 dun. I'm that's sorry. that's the marriage jingle. That's the mar- everyone knows it. Is, Universal is marriage, marriage jingle. jingle. Yeah. Uh, so we are here with my wife Chelsea and Tanner's wife Sarah, and uh, we're glad to have you guys with us today. We are glad to be here. We are kind of nervous. We are not really like well-known podcast personalities. So I'm just not, not good at talking. I did not know. No, but I mean, well, here's the thing. When Neither Tan- are we. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I mean, we got stickers, but that's yeah, not. I mean, yeah, yeah, but we bought them. Um, but, uh, I mean, we are sponsored by dogs. Sponsored by dogs. And there's currently, I have my hand <laughs> in a dog's mouth. <laughs> our, Once dog, again. our dog is being our dog a little Gus jerk. Our dog is being a tool. So, uh, if Gus. you hear him bark, or if you hear us get mad at him. So, we, uh, w- we do this segment, and we just kind of bring on and say, okay, why should we care? Mm-hmm. And so, Tanner and Sarah, tell us a little bit about how long have you guys been together? Where'd you meet? Just, you know, um, not you don't have to go long, but just a little bit. We won't go into too much detail, but Sarah, do you want to just tell them a little bit? Sure, and you're going to have to cut me off if I give too much detail. Uh, oh, because please, it's a lot. Please <laughs> give us too much detail. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun story. Uh, so we met. Spoiler alert, Tanner's a jerk. <laughs> Second spoiler alert, we're married. <laughs> True. Well played. Uh, we met in 2011 and when we were both seniors in college, and we uh, dated for six months. We were introduced by a mutual friend, and we dated long distance in for six months, our senior years of college. And then it awful. got it, it was pretty awful. Uh, it got to February, and we started like talking about graduation plans and you know, what were we going to do after we graduated and like, would we live close together or would we live far apart? And Tanner was like, you know what? Cool. Tanner moved to the woods Um, in Wisconsin. (laughs) Tanner was like, uh, I'm good. Let's, uh, not right now. Now is not the time. And, uh, and so then we didn't speak for about three and a half years. And then three and a half. So you guys graduated college in, in 2012. 12. 12. Oh, 12. We graduated in 12. 12. And she was in Nashville and I uh-huh. was in Milwaukee. And then for the next three and a half years is when I was just learning about my mistake. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Isn't there a story of like you stopping at her church and like sleeping there uh, or yeah, something? Yeah, we like that's ran into cut. each other. That nice. is a deep cut. We'll come back to that another okay. time. That's I think. for a different time. It's a great story now. Okay. It's a hilarious story. But not then. That's right. Chelsea dumped me while I was living in Alaska. It's so. true. I did. That happens. We'll get to you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, after three and a half years, uh, Tanner reached out and he ended up coming through Nashville and he was like, hey, you know, he had apologized, first of all, good move. And then second of all, he was like, hey, we should just catch up and like, you know, see how the last three and a half years have been. And at this point, I, I didn't care. Um, so I was like, yeah cool uh, sure and so we went to get this cup of coffee and I literally was grading papers up to the minute that he walked to the table because that's how much I did not care uh, emphasize that just a little bit more. <laughs> could you just <laughs> and uh, and then by the uh, way she didn't care I just I just didn't Sarah did you care I did not care at all okay. which if um, you know Sarah that's not she cares I care about, about everything. No, seriously, everything. Yeah. Very, very, very 
intensely. So, uh, yeah, so I didn't care. And then I did by the end of coffee. I did care. Yeah. And then okay, can, can I pause real quick, though? Oh, yeah. To be like, how great is that, though? Like, because you can stand here on the other side of it and say, I didn't care at all. And one conversation you can look back and go like, wow. Yeah, everything changed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was wearing my, my good boots that day. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember you wearing those good boots that day. Did you plan that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tanner came back in with an agenda. Yeah. I came into coffee with zero agenda. I'm not sure. Wait, I had a little bit. Of, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to make a good impression and say sorry face to face and learn. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my, and then like I walked in, I still remember it vividly to the well in Nashville, I walk coffee shop, walk in, look at her. And I was just like, that's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen Aww. again. And it was just like, I was like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby, I'm back. I just, after that cup of coffee, I, I went back to my apartment and my roommate was like, you know, how was it? How was it to see him? And I was like. I don't know what just happened. Yeah. That was so weird and so unexpected. Uh, but spoiler alert, we got married. So yeah. um, we dated. And that was December and of 20 2016. Uh, 16. So uh-huh. at, you'll be two years this December. Yeah. yeah. So we just, yeah, we just did first. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just did one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we got. Uh, Thank we, you. I, l- I moved to, to Nashville in, in January, January of 16. Mm-hmm. We got, got engaged got in July. July. Moved here. In, in July, June, July, uh, yeah, Came to Austin, in July. June or July, started new jobs and got married at the end of the year. So it we have pretty similar stories in different yeah. ways, I think. But just <laughs> listen to that sentence one more time. <laughs> but, but, but well, I mean, it's we not like it's not like I was living in Wisconsin, you were in Nashville. I know. That's what it I'm was saying. just funny the way you said it. Sorry. <sighs> but before we get to you guys, let me just tell the uh, the listeners one thing: don't ever move start new jobs get married all in the same year it's a lot it's a lot of you'll things. make it you will it make it and lot. you'll be better it for it but yeah. it is a hard a hard it way a to hard start hard things yeah. <laughs> a hard knock and you and you, you and you care <laughs> and <laughs> and <I do> care. <laughs> well but i i would as, i think when you guys hit year five you're gonna look back and go there's no way we would have done it anywhere, any absolutely. other way. Right. And you may I even be ab- at that point now. I think absolutely. I think but we're at this point right now where we're learning that, th- like, we're coming to accept that this is what it, what it is and, and being excited about it. Yeah. 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 What about you guys? You guys have been married for eight years now? Eight years and in June. Chelsea Almost broke up here? eight. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You were in Alaska? <laughs> but this is, yeah, <laughs> this, this is actually, uh, uh, well, I'll let Chelsea tell it. Like, when we first met? Well, Are we going to tell I'll the pizza story or no pizza story? Oh, let's do that. That's <laughs> This is revisionist history. It is not revisionist. Okay, whatever. Um, so I met Ted first. We, we grew up going to the same summer yeah. camp, so, so we like knew of each other. I knew who he was since high school, probably. Yeah. Um, but I first talked to you in 2006, I, I think. was a freshman in college and you were a I senior. I was a senior in high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went to visit Concordia, Texas, which was Concordia, Austin at that point because we're whoosh. old. <laughs> yeah, whoosh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was staying in a room overnight with one of my college counselors. and um, Camp counselors. Who's yeah, in college. sorry. Yeah. yeah, she was in college at the time um, on like one of those overnight trips that you take as a high schooler to decide if you want to go to that college or not. Which is what one a of real the weirdest life, things. Yeah. What is. a real <laughs> life experience you are having. <laughs> Very I, weird. We're so glad you're here. We're going to give you a ton of things. This is what college is really yeah. like. Right? Yeah. Here, spend weird. a night with this stranger. Yeah. Uh, also sleep on okay. the floor and stare at my Star Wars posters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my experience. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty close to mine, actually, too. 
Um, so anyway, I'm sitting in this room, not really knowing how to act because it's just super awkward. And then Ted walks in with a box of leftover pizza. He's got three slices left. So he sits down in the room. <laughs> yeah, he says he doesn't remember, but he does. Um, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember how many slices were in the pizza. I remember the I remember the situation. Okay. I did Continue. not forget the pizza. So he sits down and he starts talking to my friend Ashley and, you know, they're having conversation and I actually know what they're talking about. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have to be a weird, you know, high school kid sitting on the couch not saying anything. I can actually join in this conversation. And so I like reach forward to take a piece of pizza and like actually say something. And they both stop. And then Ted turns and gives me this look like, I'm sorry, who are you? And then turns back and keeps going in the conversation. Doesn't even acknowledge me at all. So let me tell you what really happened. Yeah. Oh, and tell us, so can you define this look for us? And what this, this, what this look <laughs> actually meant? <laughs> wow, this mansplaining just made it onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. We, so that's what we're titling this podcast. <laughs> Man- Episode four, four. Mansplaining. mansplaining. Um, we should just retitle the whole podcast. Yeah. Tanner and Ted, mansplaining, mansplaining it all. Yep. Um, so for me on the other side, and I will give Chelsea that that may have been my look, but really that's because inside I was going, oh my God, this girl's hot. Oh my God, this girl's hot. Oh my God, this girl's hot. Like, and and so she likes pizza. <laughs> right, I like right, pizza. It's, it's, I like her. It's oh everything, you know, as a freshman in college. And it really was like I was trying to figure out how to be cool and my issue is that when I try to be cool, I come off as a jerk. <laughs> like a major jerk. Like, and that was that was like just who I was right out of high school. And like, and so I I was just out of my mind trying to figure out how to impress this girl. And I was like, I'm a college guy. <laughs> you know, right? I thought I had that going for me. Freshman in college. What? Picador's my name, pizza's my game. <laughs> Setting to be a pastor. <laughs> uh, just I wish for the everyone. Visual. Yeah, I wish everyone. Tana just seen winked that. at me across the table. Uh, but no, it was, and so it was. It was an awkward moment. It, it was, was an incredibly the awkward moment. Funniest part now, though, I think, is that right after you left, I went out in the hallway and sat down and called my best friend Mallory and said, "This guy Ted that you told me that you wanted me to meet, he's a complete jerk, and I do not want to ever talk to him again." And she just starts cracking up. Let over me tell the you, phone. fellas. <laughs> dum, dum, yeah. dum, and then yeah. didn't you call her later and was like, "Oh yeah, Chelsea was really cool." Yeah, <laughs> Mallory. <laughs> Mallory's. Like I, I would give her major credit as yes. to why we're married today. Yeah, she's sure. she's a baller. But so we um we were we were we were really good friends through mm-hmm. college and um then we kinda had a moment of Chelsea was dating someone else and um we we were pretty close and I realized for me I was wanting more. And I realized I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna step back. I'm and, and so we stopped talking for a while and I think that was for the best at yeah, that point I in think time. So. Mm-hmm. Um but again at that, that point in time it sucked. But uh, we end up, um, things had transpired with uh, her and this guy. They broke up, and um, we end up, we kind of, we, we were talking. Nice. If you have ever been on a small Christian college campus, yeah. uh, talking is a big deal. Because it's a small yeah. town, so everyone's in everyone's business. I mm-hmm. think your sister told me, she went to another small Christian school, and she said you knew a couple was talking or serious when they started sharing a hymnal in chapel. Yeah, but <laughs> that's just <laughs> like getting started. But it's wow. funny. Um, a life. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, that not our small Christian college. No. But anyways, so we, we end up, it was almost a summer break. That's and <laughs> no. 
Chelsea was uh, Chelsea was working at the summer camp, and I, I went to go do an internship at a church up on Kodiak Island in Alaska. And Chelsea just had, and again, we weren't like officially dating, but we had kind of said, "Hey, when we come back, um, we'll reevaluate." Yeah, let's, let's, and I don't think it was reevaluate. It was like we're going to do this. We're just we don't want to start off long distance. Yeah. And um, I'm in Alaska by myself. Chelsea's working. And she, I think she said, you just had time on your hands, and yeah. there were some other reasons that we don't need to go into, but it was, it was just a tough summer. We were in college, yeah, um, college angst. College, oh, I loved college, college angst. <laughs> college angst was not as good as high school angst, yeah, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, emo Tanner, huh? Emo Tanner, oh, uh, shout out to emo Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> we miss him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so long. Um, so yeah, so then post Alaska though we. Uh, <laughs> So Chelsea, Chelsea has this thing. Chelsea is, I mean, I married her. She's one of the most brilliant people I know. But awkward situations are not her forte. So we people had, aren't my forte. Let's be honest here. We had broken up, ish. <laughs> Chelsea, Mary, had, this is why I love you. <laughs> we had decided, you know, uh, or Chelsea had decided she needed some time. So we're coming back, and I'm getting out of my car. Um, coming back to school, uh, I was getting there early, and Chelsea was doing some kind of training she had to show up for, and she's walking out of the dorms, and I see her, I'm like, all right, you're just a friend, just play it cool, you know, be a good guy. I was like, hey, how you doing? Uh, and she goes, here's your cooler that she had borrowed from me, and gets in her car and drives away. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> yeah. But it, <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, um, a couple days later, I was watching a movie in somebody's dorm room, and I get this text from Chelsea. We haven't talked in, like, two months. I just saw a guy get arrested at Target. <laughs> that was her way of breaking the ice. I thought it was a weird story that it would be like, oh, that's interesting. And then what a funny like random like happenstance. Yeah. Who yeah. would like this? Yeah. Yeah. Ted. Ted. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> but uh, pretty much from there, we, we started dating a couple yeah. weeks after that, and... Got engaged. Been together ever since. Ring by spring. Yeah, um, I did not know you were going to do that, by the way. Yeah, that well. was not ever a goal of mine. Yeah, I just like saying it because I it was specifically was, went to. Yeah, if I specifically went to school not wanting to marry a pastor, and then that's what I did. So, boom. Thanks, God. Um, Doesn't the Lord have the best sense of humor? Mm -hmm. He does. <laughs> but so, uh, <laughs> we got married summer of 2010, and yep. then. <laughs> I used my Terry Gross yeah. NPR voice. <laughs> That's why everyone's I'm laughing. laughing. Because they may not know that you're joking when you said that, but you're also serious, but also very <laughs> I'm much joking. Serious. I am joking. I do love the Lord, and I think he does have a really nice sense of humor at the end. But, uh, and he looks like Tanner. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. stop. No. Oh. That was weird. So, we'll edit that part out. But Depending we, on we, three, similar two, in that. one. Yeah, we're, I'm leaving it. <laughs> um, but so we got married June of 2010. Yep. And then we went on our honeymoon. Yep. And then we came back and went on our second honeymoon with uh, the youth group I was leading at that 80 point. 80 high schoolers. Yeah, 80 high schoolers. Very romantic. Um, and then we moved to St. Louis for seminary. So similar kind of mm -hmm. busy stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. lots of transitions all at one time. Mm -hmm. So that those are kind of our stories. Um, yeah. Gus is getting excited again. Uh, so Sarah, what do you do? I am a third grade teacher. I have not always been a third grade teacher. I taught first grade for four years um, after I graduated. That's what I went to school to do. Um, and now, yeah, now I teach third grade. I have a great group of kids. 
They're a hoot. It's an adventure every day. Mm-hmm. That's the kicker. Mm-hmm. The best and hardest part of being a teacher is yeah. that it's every day as a new adventure. Yeah. Chelsea, how about you? Right now, I work as a secretary at an elementary school, but I'm hoping to eventually become a librarian mm-hmm. and an author. But you can't really just like quit your current job and become an author. <laughs> yeah, at we least <laughs> do have a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a dog. And Weird how that works. Bills and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping to write books and tell kids about books. I just love books and stories and just I like books talking. In general. Yeah. I like talking to people about stories. Yeah. That's my thing. So ladies, prime question. <laughs> this is the biggest question. <laughs> this our is the one has yeah. ever come to know. <laughs> Why do you love being married to us? Your very um uh high sense of humility, I think, is probably yep. the yep. biggest. Right, number one yeah. on the list. Yeah, one definitely hundo. number one. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> As we started a podcast that is basically us recording us talking to each other. It has our name in the podcast title. Yep. No wow. one's gonna forget. We need to go to counseling. <laughs> Together, Bless your yeah. heart. I think so. Couple Ted and Tanner go to counseling. <laughs> Ted and Tanner go to counseling. Oh gosh. Tanner's crying in the corner again. <laughs> Get him a dog. <laughs> Update. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Or we you were want me to not go first? Yeah, that's yeah. That I know that's right? a legitimate. I know that's I a legitimate question. I ask Sarah this question, question every um, single day. So. You go first. Sarah. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think for me, the reason that I... <laughs> you really don't have <laughs> to answer this question. No. <laughs> well, no, I guess we really do. do. Okay. Yes, we do. Yeah, sure answer. Yeah. I think sure that... If you want to, <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll listen to it. Go on. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think that the reason that I love being married to Tanner is that we balance each other out in a lot of really, really good and healthy ways. Um, we... Yeah, we're we're kind of opposites in a lot of ways. We're very similar on the things that are probably the most important. Um, our views on life and faith and all of, of those kinds of things. But like in terms of our personalities, we are kind of opposite. <laughs> uh, while Tanner is mo- a little more on the extroverted side, I'm a little more on the introverted side. And uh, Tanner likes to be spontaneous and adventurous. And I like constancy and zero change <laughs> and uh i believe and so the word you were searching for was consistency, consistency. <laughs> i believe that is exactly the word i was constancy is a word too it okay, works don't ever listen to webster's me when it comes to words <laughs> webster's dictionary yeah. looking it up in a minute yeah, uh but yeah no i think we balance each other in a lot of ways and i think that that is something that we realized on that first night when we had coffee and i think that that is one of the reasons that we work well today mm-hmm. Constancy, the quality of being faithful and dependable. There you go. Don't judge a teacher on her vocabulary. Right? Just don't they don't need to question you. Just don't no. ever listen to me <laughs> when I think I know something about words. I'm not sure why we talk. And I wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Chelsea. Let uh, me ask the question because that would be weird if yeah. you That's yeah. Chelsea, why? Oh, uh, weird, weird question. Uh, why, mm-hmm. why do you love being married to Ted? Mm. Boom. <laughs> Uh, I think it's very much the same thing that you were just saying. We're opposite people in a lot of ways. Um, I was attracted to how people like you and they want to be around you all the time. That was the first thing that I was like, oh, that guy's really friendly. Like the first time that I saw you at camp. Yeah. <laughs> He's making a funny face and <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> There's so many. Ju- I'm not good at handling uh, encouragement and or uh, 
what's another word I'm looking for here? Compliments. Praise? Compliments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm so not good at giving them verbally. I, I will know, write right? them you down all day. Job. You just did a great job. I love you, and I think you're fantastic, and we're complete oh. opposites. And I like that when I need to rest, I can kick you out, and then you can go rest in your extroversion, and I can rest in my introversion. I think it works. Hey, girl. Marriage. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> so, Tanner, why why do you love Sarah so much? Oh, well, uh, really, a lot of like what she said. She's and we were we were joking around before this because she was like, "Wait, well, you know, what are the questions?" And uh, I was like, uh, "I mean, but I mean, she just uh, and everything about her just makes me uh, a better person." Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know where I would be without her, and I don't know how I'd be doing anything that I am doing without Sarah. She just fills me up, takes care of me, and allows me to take care of her too. Um, I don't know. Life's a life's an adventure with her, and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. There's just something like I, I can't really I can put almost everything into words, but I can't put Sarah into words. And I think that's oh, you're a thing. poet. Yeah. I, yeah, like I write poetry, and I could not. I can't put her into words. And when I learned that about her, I was like, that means she's worth holding on to. And she challenges me. She pushes me. She makes me a better person. And so oh, I know this is so sweet. We didn't plan it before Valentine's Day. <laughs> This, was your, yeah. this is your gift. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. We gave you a podcast. I thought that was the NBA All-Star game that we'll watch together. Oh. That's usually our Valentine's plans. It's very true. It falls, <laughs> it falls on the right weekend. Yeah. What about you, Ted? Um, I think for, for me and Chelsea, it is that she she does a, a lot of things that um, I, I was always looking for and I didn't know it. In terms of uh, something as goofy as like, she loves having a clean and organized house, which is something like I kind of wanted, but like didn't want to grow in myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's nice having someone who has a passion for that. And um, but also I, you know, we were joking a second ago about compliments and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's hard for me I- in my role. I'm I do a lot of encouraging others and building ch- you know, others up and I uh, I'm bad at receiving those kinds of things mm-hmm. and Chelsea walks alongside me in that and encourages me even when I don't believe it myself um, and uh, I think uh, she loves things I love she has a great sense of humor um, she I thought you said my sense of humor was too cheesy <laughs> not a lot of people have <laughs> as good a sense of humor as I do. So <laughs> I knew good. that's what was lying underneath that. <laughs> but cheesy humor is still good humor. Yes, I think so. Better than broccoli humor. Ted's about to fight you. <laughs> I literally <laughs> got him. Reach across the table and punch me. In the face yes. I, know. I, I would do the same thing. Um, no, but but I think you have a good sense of humor. Um, I love talking story with you and depth and all those kinds of things. Um, and I think we're good partners. Industry and in life. Yeah, Yeah, that's one thing that we come back to a lot is you know teamwork. Sometimes when like when I get too in my head or she gets too much in her head, we have to remind each other, hey, like I'm on your team. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm here with you. I'm on your team. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. and so so one thing we wanted to do with this podcast and specifically this episode Mm -hmm. is to say so so we just shared a little bit of who we are. We shared you know why we like each other. Um, But one thing that's frustrating me lately is how deeply people have fallen for the narrative of uh movie love mm-hmm. right that the the movie ends when mm-hmm. there was a little bit of conflict and, and they know, resolved it and now it's going to be happy forever yeah. right right and, 
and so for me, I guess, and this is a question around the table. So then, you know, we've got all these good things going, but what's what's the reality of marriage? Um, and anyone feel free to jump in, but not all at once. <laughs> when well, uh, before I got married, I, there are some things I've learned since getting married. I didn't realize I knew it was going to be difficult. Yeah. But I didn't know like what it what was going to be difficult, oh, or yeah, like yeah. what I was going mm-hmm. to struggle str- with. like struggle yeah. with. But like mostly like not necessarily in my heart, but in my head, yeah. or like wrestling with things, yeah. uh, or like you know like I would do this for her, but then she wouldn't do that for me. That doesn't mean she's a terrible person. She's like it just didn't never it never crossed her mind. Yeah, and I had to learn like I had to learn like. Uh, well, like, I mean, we talk about, we, I mean, we're Christian church, right? So yeah. we talk about love language and stuff like that. So yeah. we had to learn stuff like that. But something that, like, really helped us and really, like, defined, helped define our relationship is we had to, like, learn who we were and then share that with each other. So we, like, yeah. did Enneagram stuff. And we're like, yeah. hey, this is who I am. This is the thing that I, these are, like, you know, like, you talk about those things before you get married. Yeah. But then, like, when you get married, it's like, wait, who's this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, so weird. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think. How many years was it? And, and I, as this is both a joke but a serious kind of thing. How long was it before I really started doing the dishes? Um, I'd say probably by the end of our first year of marriage. Oh, man, I was going to say five. So uh, no. Much better than I thought. Um, I feel like you steadily added chores each year. So <laughs> so dishes by the end of the first one. Fair. It's a long game. Yeah, it's a long game. Yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, I got 75 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so... Well, and, and for me, that was one thing that made absolutely no sense that I think you guys can probably speak to as well is like, for me, the dishes are dishes. Like, just when they piled up enough, they got to get done, right? So what I didn't realize is for Chelsea, when I did the dishes or cleaned the house, that was me, like, writing a, a love note to That her. is my number one love language, acts of service. You Which is for super me. frustrating because yeah. I would much rather write a sappy love note. Which is nice, but, like, she doesn't, dirty dishes. Dirty. Exactly. she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Like I do care. I keep them. No, okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, and and maybe I should say, but I don't keep them out because <laughs> yeah. things get put because away. I have to get, yes, <laughs> no, 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 exactly. The phrase, the exactly. phrase is, everything, everything has, has a place. place. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but but I think for me it it was just such a foreign concept to me to say when I do to the dishes that's me saying I love you. And I mean, I think for me when I said I'm doing the dishes it means. I'm getting rid of the mold. <laughs> okay, they never stayed that long in the sink. Oh, this is not against you. This oh, is okay. me in college. <laughs> this like, is me in college. Okay, like, good. Chelsea, <laughs> this is me confessing. Yeah, Chelsea doesn't let Same dishes place, go yeah. that long. I gotta yeah. defend no, that. So, yeah. I think for me too, uh, it wasn't that you know because you you always talk about or at least in conservative Christian culture we always talk about like uh, you know oh what's your love language oh mine's a, mine's words of affirmation and mine's quality time but like knowing that versus knowing what it looks like for the other person played out in their life. Because like for me, um, words of encouragement, like words of affirmation, that's one of my top love languages. But that looks very different for me than it does for Tanner. Mm -hmm. And so learning to be able to speak my words of affirmation in a way that he heard them and, and accepted them and felt validated and loved by them was really important but I think and I think different than I thought it would be I thought that if I communicated that with him in like the way that I wanted it to be communicated with me 
that it was it was totally working for him and we had to figure out like oh you need to be you know you need to hear this exactly you need Mm -hmm. to hear this in this way whereas if you said that to me in the same way that you want me to say it to you if that makes sense then I would be like "Mm, Mm -hmm. you must be trying to cover up for something Yeah, Yeah. and so yeah I mean I you can't like communication in marriage has to be like the first thing yeah like if it you, is if you're, and if you're like not good at communicating like you got to get good at yeah. it and i know it takes time and we've learned like i mean we've talked to some people who are like their first year of marriage is like it was the it was so easy like it was so much fun and our first year of marriage was like we're living in a new place we're doing jobs we like didn't know that we'd be doing everything's yeah. really hard right now and so we had to like over communicate everything yeah. including like emotion or schedule or mm-hmm. the grocery list but mm-hmm. it was like to be on the same page and to constantly be like yeah. in in yeah. conversation yeah, yeah. with each other right and i think we'll be the first to say that there's no way that we have it down uh in any way shape no or form <laughs> so we're not experts but i think you know part of the part of the adventure is is marking those steps along the way I think that marriage works, uh, successful marriages work because of really not sexy things like learning how to communicate Mm -hmm. well, how to deal with transitions together. What are you laughing at? Sorry, you said not sexy things, and all I can think of is business time by Flight of the Concords. (laughs) (laughs) That's all about this guy, like communicating yeah. 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 Um, and I think that marriage every day is a choice like mm. you you wake up in the morning and you have to choose I'm gonna do the work to make this good yeah. mm-hmm. I think <laughs> we joke about it a lot but one time I looked at Ted when we were fighting and I said something like I'm always honest oh sorry I'm always honest with you and he's like really and I said okay no I always like you. <laughs> and I go, um, no, actually not. I always love you. That's what we're going to stay <laughs> at. I'll settle yeah, with but right love. Right now. Yeah. Love. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's, I think that's, that's what people need to hear is that there's a difference between like and love. Yeah. And love is, love is the undercurrent and like is fleeting, mm-hmm. right? Because like is that romantic, not even romantic sometimes, but just like, I can stand you right now. Um, and... I think the, m- the more I see, the more I grow in marriage with Chelsea, it is to say it's important for me to always be honest and upfront, but always be ready to be wrong. And I don't mean that in terms of like, I- I'm I'm not a guy that says, you know, the wife's always right. Like that's I'd Chelsea. you weren't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Chelsea and I will talk about it. I mean that I like that about you. Well, and, and that's, but I think part of it is like we, that's because sometimes I am wrong and you are right. Uh, but there are times that I'm I'm right and you are wrong. Mm-hmm. Chelsea likes making up facts. <laughs> um, Chelsea Chelsea has this great, <laughs> hilarious, stubborn streak that if she thinks she – and it's never anything, like, uber important. No. It's always something foolish, you know, some minuscule trivia. Some, like, yeah, some weird fact. <laughs> <laughs> and she has just decided in her head That's that it is, That's the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to pull it up on Google. Tanner's looking at me with the face, <laughs> with the face that says, just huh, like does that sound like, familiar? That's like, that's, maybe, they're, maybe they are right, and you're like, they're not right at all. But, but <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, uh, man. I think I think Strong the reality of women. marriage is being able to like is give and take is saying right. like listen mm. sometimes I am wrong yeah um and being able to walk up and say listen I'm wrong or I think to uh, to admit insecurities mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a huge piece of marriage is mm-hmm. to be like listen I love you I need you to hear my anxiety over this thing mm-hmm. my insecurity mm-hmm. over this thing 
and be like, for it not to rule my life, I need you to know about it. For sure. That willingness to be vulnerable, even when you feel like you should, like all of your human instincts say, be defensive, be defensive, be defensive. And you have to choose vulnerability and you have to choose openness and honestness. Honesty. (laughs) Just making up words over here tonight. Uh, Yeah. You you have to choose those things. They don't just happen. And I think that all comes back. It comes. It, it stems back to the I'm never going to leave you. Yeah. So then there's always that fear yeah. of like I'm going to do something or say something or be like I need to do the dishes and they're going to be like deuces. Yeah. I'm out. But it goes yeah. back to like no, like I'm with you. I'm on the same team as you, and I don't want to be on another team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not working yeah. against each other. We're working. No together. NBA yeah. trade deadline. No <laughs> NBA trade. There's no marriage <laughs> well, trade deadline. Yeah. But to sound like some cheesy sports movie, like you have to stop thinking about yourselves as individuals and start thinking about yourselves as a team. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, for me, one of the funny, you know, stories that I'll tell our kids someday about, you know, learning about marriage is when we moved into our first apartment in St. Louis, Chelsea's first thing was we need curtains. (laughs) And for me, I looked, I was like, there's some pretty great blinds on there. Why do we need curtains? And, um, it was this thing like we were, you know, I was in seminary. Chelsea was working um, as a job customer she service find, rep. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, like, we barely have enough money to like power this place, let mm-hmm. alone <laughs> hang some curtains. For real. <laughs> but Chelsea found some great deals. She found some great little. Shout out to Craigslist. And um, she hung them up. And it was one of those things where I had to go. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but but I think it, you know what I was thinking about was was me. It was like why mm. why would I ever need curtains? Instead of thinking about hey as a team, what Chelsea's trying to do is to make this place hospitable and homely and and considering that we had like all of your single seminary friends over for dinner like at all least the time. once a week. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. We were kind of home based there for a little bit. That time. was one of my favorite moments I saw. Our, our buddy Doug Bender keeps making the podcast. <laughs> We're going to have him on. Uh, I think so. Jake Gyllenhaal himself, um, but he uh, he he reminded me again. I saw him at a conference because that's all we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, he was like, "Oh man, I love Chelsea's cooking." In seminary. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, it's only gotten better." And now I live ten minutes from her mom. It's true. <laughs> so mom is the master. She's way better yes. than I am. Um. So uh, okay, let me ask you guys something. Um. What What's one piece of advice that you've said? That someone's given you, and then then what's one piece of advice you would give someone else um, when it comes to marriage? Wait, say that again. Okay, what's one piece of advice someone gave you okay. that was good? Okay. Um, and what's one piece of advice that you would pass on? And let's do this as couples. We won't do it like four. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sarah, you speak yeah. for us. <laughs> well, uh, I, I talk a lot on the podcast, so <laughs> I wanted you to have a voice. Oh, thanks, honey. That's so nice. Uh. I think that <laughs> I think that one piece of advice that is given um, like perennially by all married women and probably should be for good reason is uh, don't go to bed angry. Mm. Um, now it sounds so cheesy, but it's really true. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not easy. Mm-mm. As as a single person, I thought that that would be a really easy thing to do. Like if you're s- fighting with a person, 
Why wouldn't you just solve it? And I'm going to say this at least because you said that you were introverted earlier. I'm very introverted. It's much easier for me to shut down and go to sleep than it is to stay awake and keep talking. Yeah. And especially if it's like unpleasant conversation. (sighs) No, thanks. Always pleasant. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Discussions of love and disagreement are not always pleasant. Uh, when you don't agree with each other, it's very hard to come to a place that is like, okay, we've resolved this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so that's a piece of advice that that I have been given and is a really good piece of advice. I think the piece of advice that I would give is like a shout out to all our single podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Are, do we have those? I think so, I think yeah, so right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, uh, would just be to like... Um, because here we are one year into our marriage, right? And you start thinking like, okay, how could I have been more ready? Mm-hmm. Or like, how could I have gotten started on a better foot? Um, and I, you know, I know that the Lord has his timing perfectly. So I, here we are. But uh, I think that the piece of advice that I would give is to, um, to know yourself and to be ready to be open and honest and vulnerable. Like, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about before, you know, in order to be able to dialogue that with someone, you have to know that about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just like, you know, what are my creature comforts that I use to avoid or to medicate those feelings? But like, what are those feelings? Mm -hmm. And I think you bring up a good point too, of saying like, I, I think it's important for married couples to have both married friends um, and time together, but I have been so incredibly enriched in our marriage and in our friendships to have single friends. Mm-hmm. And like, so, so kind of coming off a little bit of what you're saying is like, hey, married couples, don't be friggin' weird. Like, don't, don't be the worst. Like, should we write that in our next like marriage card to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> don't be friggin' weird. Stop it. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's. There, there are a lot of opportunities out there to connect with people and like to just hang out with people who are like you is hard and and to be like hey like just spend time with people who are single who mm-hmm. you know invite them into your marriage invite them into your home like um, to see what marriage is like so sorry I just had that thought mm. no it's a good one I think the advice that I remember the most was when we were doing premarital counseling and mm-hmm. Brian made you realize, Brian's the guy that did our counseling for us. He's fantastic. Um, he made you realize how introverts and extroverts really work differently and to know that about your partner, like to figure out how yeah. you process. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in a fight, like when Ted and I are in an argument, he's going to process it right now and he's going to get it over with and then I'm going to stew about it for 24 hours or more. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's just about giving me a time limit like Mm. okay I'm gonna go away for two hours I'm gonna come back and then we're gonna talk about it and like having that kind of give and take and also the fact that the argument is not about the argument yes (laughs) whatever you're fighting about it's the dishes or the dog or whatever it's not really about that it's about something else and Mm -hmm. you need to figure it out (laughs) because then that's how you resolve it that's Mm -hmm. a key to anytime I do premarital counseling I make people take Myers-Briggs and uh, I mean really the big reason I do it is just for the first letter yeah. It's just for EI. It Are you so extroverted much. or introverted? Mm-hmm. Because what you need to figure out is, cause, I mean, Chelsea and I still still try and figure this out sometimes yeah. of when she needs a night in, but I want us to go out with friends. And, and we have a pretty good, uh, most of the time we have a pretty good um, 
back and forth on on when that is. But yeah. Chelsea will also look at me and go, "Get out of the house!" <laughs> like stop, <laughs> stop. When Ted starts here. like aimlessly wandering around the house, like not doing anything, that's when I know he needs to go be with. Oh, people. I get cabin fever. Yeah, you do. One hundred percent. Yep, and so. that's when I kick you out. Yep. Um, so final piece here, most important piece. If you were to compare yourself to one fictional couple, mm. TV, movies, books, what mm. would it be? Wh- what are you saying? I've got two possibilities. I don't know how you feel about Let's them. Though. Oh, I want to hear it. The first one is Chuck and Sarah from mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. TV show Chuck. I'm, I'm always for being compared to Zachary Levi. <laughs> Except I'm not like a deadly He's CIA on the podcast, right? assassin spy person. Which Sarah is. But do we know that? Not my Sarah. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're good no, not CIA like assassin spy, none, none of then us Then nobody would know. Would know. Yeah. yeah, that's totally true. So you heard it here first. Yeah. So that's going to be mine. What was your second one? <laughs> Katniss and Peeta from The Hunger Games. Well, I, that's <laughs> just based on personality alone. Not all the death and stuff, but... I don't yeah. think it's funny. I think it's... It's pretty accurate. I think... Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I'm closed off that. and emotionally unhealthy and Ted is not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm funny. just kidding. Oh my gosh. Kind of. Really. Uh, yeah, I think for us it's probably Oprah and Stedman. Oh. <laughs> you I get a car. You get a car. Everybody gets show. a car. About three seconds. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Not long enough to think I shouldn't say it. That's hilarious. But long enough to think I gotta say this. Yeah. Um, I think, well, they're one of our favorite couples to follow, um, but the couple from Johnny Swim, so Abner oh, and yeah. Amanda. Mm, they're cool. Um, yeah, I know who that is. They they remind me of us because um, because Tanner is funny and artistic, and uh, I try to be those things. But also, I just here I am. I'm here for the fun. I'm along for the ride. And well, I'm, yeah, not that that's that's I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that about Amanda because she's also a creative part of that duo. Well, we, I mean, maybe, we've seen them in concert a couple of times, mm-hmm. and and I mean, we're like we're like you know when you like watching another couple and you're like. I think oh. they're kind of we're kind of like them or they're kind of like us. We do like, those oh, things. But you're but you're not standing on stage. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, probably Oprah and Stedman for sure. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Bringing it back mm-hmm. around. Here we are. Girls, it was so fun to have you yeah, on. Yeah, it was great having Thanks. you guys here. Wasn't as scary Thanks as we thought it would us, be. Thanks for letting us hang out all the time with each other. Yeah. I mean, that's really the major reason. Yeah. So. Well, what you don't realize is we make you go hang out and then we hang out. Yeah. That's how it goes. We're about to go watch Silent Curling while you finish the rest <laughs> of this podcast. And so, you well, got, I mean, you guys could switch it over to the actual primetime stuff. Now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, thanks for being on. Yep, it thanks for so being fun. here. All right, I'll see you, you at home. dog yet nope all right so tanner what what are you consuming what am i consuming well i i you know i feel like i need to make a confession because last week we talked about fast food and so i had a, i had a whole week to think and to eat and, and our, our my in-laws were in town and so we actually went over to san antonio 
Yep. And so uh, my brother-in-law, he like looked up all these different uh, like Mexican restaurants that we could go to. And, and my in-laws, they lived in Mexico City for three years. Mm-hmm. And, and so like they knew what they were looking for. Yeah. And so we go to this place called Data Point. Everyone there uh, was, spoke Spanish and it was like it was a little bit outside of San Antonio mm-hmm. and it was recommended to us. So we went and it was the best authentic Mexican food I've had. So, and I know in the last podcast or two podcasts ago, I said that if you put Taco Bell and authentic Mexican food in front of me, I would probably choose Taco Bell and not think like it, I I would think it was authentic. So I'm here to say that I would know the difference. I would choose authentic Mexican food, but I was talking to a friend this week, Kyle Frazier, and he was like, Uh you know what? I don't think that Taco Bell is Mexican food. I think it's just fast food. Yeah, it's, and it's so just I'm just going to err on the side of that and say it's Taco Bell is just fast food. See, I like and here's it. Here's the thing. I'm oh. I, I think that's fair. But if you say it's something I crave, that's mm-hmm. fine. But if yeah. you say I'm going to put it up against real Mexican food. No, no, no. Well, I'm glad you've repented. But let me also say this. So we were in uh we were in Manhattan this week and uh-huh. I we were just like we were walking around and we're like, "Man, I'm really hungry. Let's get uh-huh. pizza." So I go on Google, type in pizza and this place comes up. It's called it was called Fluffy's cafe and pizzeria and i ate there every single day that we were there and had, they had the best black and white cookies yep. they had the best pizza we met we met the owner he was su- such a nice guy he sent us home with black and white cookies that's we awesome ones at your house right now i know i'm excited i'm um, waiting for you to finish this up so we can yeah. eat. <laughs> it's really it's yep. super fluffy i'm excited uh but yeah that's what i've been consuming uh what about you so I, I had the olympics on here but i feel like that's pretty basic yeah. Um. For like, we're all consuming that right now. So, what are you really consuming? So, what I, what I'm really consuming, and, and I got into this, um, I think last year, but I've been catching up is, uh, um, Madam Secretary. So mm. it's it's about uh, it's Tia Leone and she plays, um, the Secretary of State, and it's it fills my um the hole in my heart that was left by West Wing, yeah. like when it ended, and so it's it's in its fourth season and it's, well written. I like uh the guy who plays her husband, um. Daily, I can't remember if it's Tim or Tom Daily, uh, and it's great because one of the um, executive producers on it is Morgan Freeman, and he'll show up every once in a while. He's the chief justice, but it's I, I think it's just a good you know kind of government um, show that has enough twists and turns. But it kind of it gets you into like you know I know we have a state department and a secretary yeah. of state, but like does anyone know what they do? And so while I know this is fiction, it still gives me a little bit you know oh this is what kind of this is what the state department does. And not that I don't know zero what it does, but I, I think it's just a fun show. And, um, you know, a lot of shows these days that, that I really get into, they can get really dark and really, you know, yeah. which I'm, I'm not against, but uh, there's some shows I just want to watch and like have everything wrap up, you know? And so that's awesome. I've never watched a Madam secretary before. I do know who Tia Leone is. Cause I, I remember bad hearing boys. that name when I was, yeah, bad boys for yep, sure. Yep. But I remember hearing that name when I was a kid and I was like, that is the coolest right. name. Your name can right. be Tia, right? So, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. You should check it out. Awesome. So, uh, last week we asked the question. Yes. What famous person have you seen in the wild? Yeah. And when we meant wild, we really meant public. Yeah. But I think you all, not, you all figured yeah, yeah, that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a lot. We had some awesome responses on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. And so we also talked yeah. to a bunch of friends. Uh, we had a lot of people mention that they saw famous uh, like Texas. No, yeah. I mean, there's they're they're national like world yeah, but, world known celebrities. But, but, but when like, you live in Austin or San Antonio, you yeah. see these guys out and about. So we had people saying that they saw Willie Nelson and they yeah. dropped a bunch of like uh, San Antonio Spurs players yep. tim duncan david mm-hmm. robinson manu and uh coach popovich yeah. so 
That's cool. Uh, but we had a couple of listeners write in. Our friend Tori, uh, she wrote this on our Instagram page. She said, I saw Kourtney Kardashian while working one day. She bumped into me as she was opening her frozen lemonade but didn't care. And to be fair, I didn't care that much about seeing her either. Uh, but then Tori goes on to say that she saw that when she saw Adele that she cried, began fangirling real hard, uh, but was not allowed to actually yep. talk to her. Yep. Um, our friend – sorry, go ahead. Okay, if you could, if you put the, uh, like the pic, a picture of the Kardashians in front of me, for like a million dollars, I could not tell you which one was which. Well, Tanner, literally, this was off podcast last week, but we were talking about James Harden, and you said, "Well, he dated a Kardashian," and I said, "Which one?" And you go, "Uh, Sarah." <laughs> I don't know. So Tanner does not know the Kardashians. Yeah, I don't know. I'm proud of you for. Yeah, I, you know, it's like a like the Super Bowl guys. I don't I don't want to know who won the Super Bowl. Well, I don't want to know no, who a Kardashian no. is. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, our friend Jillian Klopke, this is actually a pretty cool story. Uh, yeah. My favorite of the Klopkes, actually, um, because she's visited me in Texas. And, and she's, yeah, we saw her, yeah. Yep. And anyways, Phil knows what he did. Anyways, uh, our friend Jill, she, uh, she met, she was flying and saw Colin Kaepernick. Um, this was a couple years ago uh, while he was still playing football. Um, but she saw him uh, sitting in an airport and it's like she's got pictures of it and it's like he's leaning up against you know a wall it's like he's just regular dude and she realizes who it is and she does this great thing that she writes down and says hey like you know i love you know i love how you play you're a great player um hate what you did to my bears last year do you think i could get an autograph to make up for it and she slides him a note yeah like like, elementary school this is all before the dms man right you can't get in there and he like he chuckled and signed it and slid it back to her. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, I, I think Jill nailed it. Like, yeah. you don't bring a lot of attention to him. You I believe she posted that on our Facebook, one of our Facebook posts, and there's a picture that's on there yeah, also. You can, if you, if yeah. you go on the Ted and Tanner yeah. pod Facebook yeah. page, you can you can yeah. see it. And then our, our, our last one, our, our buddy Michael Doggett, he just posted a, a gif of Andre 3000, and I'm assuming that means that he saw him or maybe met him. Yeah, I'm just uh, I I just like that he just went with straight GIF. Like, yeah, here you go. You gotta appreciate that. What about you, Ted? Who um, have you who have you seen? So you my my favorite famous person I've met is uh we got to meet Zachary Levi once. So he does this thing at Comic Con every year called uh, Nerd HQ. I don't think he did it last year, but he does it most years. For the listeners, who is Zachary Levy? Levi. Oh my God! Get out of here! I'm asking for the listeners. Yeah, I know, yeah, sure. I know who he yeah, is. Sure He's from did. the TV show Chuck. So he plays Chuck in Boom. Chuck. He voices um, the guy in Rapunzel, um, the prince in Rapunzel. He's that voice. He's about to be Shazam in the DC movie. Nice. Um, and so uh, he's he was uh, Fandrill in a couple of the Thor movies, um, those kinds of things. But he. Uh, he so so he hosts this um nerd hq and one year he did a um crowdfunding for it and there were actually some people who got upset with him because he's like they're like why are you crowdfunding for something you're gonna make money off of but what he does is they do these panels and it's like they limit it in the number of size because you know comic-con's so huge now and it's twenty dollars a ticket but a hundred percent of those sales go to Operation Smile, which helps fix oh, cool. cleft palates for kids. So it's this really neat thing. But to, you know, get it going to rent a venue, to, to bring in vendors, those kinds of things, that costs money. And so he just did uh, like a Indiegogo one year 
and said, you know, I'm not going to do levels if you give, you know, your name goes in the hat for a drawing for like every, you know, whatever you give. And I, I here's my thing. If you're putting out good content, mm-hmm. I want to pay for it. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think if I'm consuming what you're putting out, mm-hmm. I, I want to pay for it. And I was like, we're in seminary. We don't have a lot. And so it was, I think it was five bucks. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is well worth the couple hours worth of panels they're going to have where they have Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk and the cast of stuff like Supernatural and the DC comic shows. And then they'll bring in some movies. They've had Doctor Who. and like, But it's this very like personal kind of intimate conversation. And I really like it. Um, and, and so what happened was one of the giveaways was um, a fan would win dinner with Zachary Levi. And then whatever city he was in, he'd do a meet and greet for people who had given. Well, we were m- we had just found out we were moving back to Austin, and it was announced that he was like, so yeah, so the person who wants in Austin, so if you you know are mm-hmm. in this area, send us. So we sent it in, and we got our name on a list. And the hilarious thing is, we had him sign a wooden spoon because we forgot the thing we wanted him to sign. <laughs> so we had to run. Uh, we had had lunch with my aunt and uncle at Whole Foods, uh, and, and my cousin in, in Central Austin, and we're like, what should we get? And so we got this spoon, and uh, it, it was it was really cool. Like That's he's. Awesome. It's, you know, it's fun to meet your heroes. And, like, even for the short time we got to talk with him, like, he was, he was, a, he was a legit guy. And um, he's retweeted me twice when I post, whenever yes. I post the spoon, he retweets me. Yes. And it's nice because, like, it's one of those things that it's so unique. Like, how do you forget the people you signed a spoon for? Am right. I right. Right. So, I Zachary Levi, podcast. Yeah. Chelsea will make you dinner. Like, promise. Yeah. yeah. So, if we you come on the podcast, Chelsea will make dinner. And then you can sign a fork. Yep. Why not? The set. Yep. I don't know. Perfect. Tanner, how about you? I saw you met someone this week. Yeah, this last week. So I was at this conference, this wonderful conference called VoxCon up in in New York. And Donald Miller was speaking. And Donald Miller is a a well-known writer. He's written uh, like seven books now or something like that. Many of them have been bestsellers. And he's one of the reasons why I got into writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, His books just uh, really helped me uh, like – learn more about who I was as an individual and who, mm-hmm. who, who Jesus was. And, uh, and so he helped me start to write. And so he was there and he was presenting on, on story and on like how to put a story together and all these wonderful things. And, mm-hmm. uh, the conference, uh, there's only a, a couple hundred of us that were there. And so, yeah. uh, at the, in the, in the morning, Don was just sitting by himself. And so I had, uh, had some coffee, just went over there and walked in and sat down and we, we talked for a good five, 10 minutes just about, That's cool, uh, about writing. And, and I, and I tried it, you know, when, like when you know you meet somebody for the first time, yeah. and you're like, I'm just, you're just trying to fill out, fill out the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's and that's how it was. He was very gracious, very kind, and yeah. uh, remembered my name, which was was. But you know, it's just it was just cool well, to meet somebody who you respect, yeah. who you admire, and who's like, who's whose life, although you don't know who they are, have touched you so deeply. Yeah. yeah. And have, have like you can be like, no, I remember back to when I was 22, mm-hmm. the ways that you mm-hmm. helped me because you wrote about your life. Yep. And so we were able to talk because because I'm writing a I'm writing a book and he was able to help me. Uh, he asked asked me some questions and, yep. and gave me some advice and so and that was really neat and uh yeah, yeah. super nice guy. So if you don't know who Donald Miller is, check out uh, his books. He has he has a new one that just came out. Uh, yeah. But one of my favorites is phenomenal uh, writer. Yeah, uh, a big one is is Blue Like Jazz that a lot of people know about. My yeah, favorite it's kind of the OG. Yeah, my favorite is uh, uh, Scary Close, but also A Million Miles in a Thousand. I years. love A Million Miles in a Thousand. So years. good books there. Yeah. Um, so, so that's our social media question. We actually don't have any fact checks from last week. We're getting better. We made it through. So let's, you know, if there's something that comes up this week, let us know. Yeah. Um, okay. Social media question. We're going to decide 
What do you, what's our social media oh, question? Man. I think, uh, Ooh. man, this is, okay, so what did we talk about? We talked about bungled burglaries. We talked about the Olympics. I thought, oh, probably do something about the Olympics. Yeah, let's say, uh, what's your favorite, oh, what's your favorite Olympic moment? Ooh, favorite Olympic moment. Yeah, yeah, like. Post- oh, I know mine for sure. See, yeah. yeah, not just not just win- not just winter. Even though no, that's no, no. Winter, of all time, all time favorite yeah. Olympic moment. Yeah, and post a video, you know, yeah. post or a GIF, GIF. Yeah, a GIF. Yeah. Um, but let's, uh, yeah, let's let's hear your favorite Olympic moment of all time. Yeah, and you can always uh, find us online, and we'll, we'll post stuff on our social media on mm-hmm. Instagram. That's Instagram and Twitter, or Ted and Tanner Pod, and same thing for Facebook as well. Eighty six of you. Yeah, keep coming with the comments. Yeah, and, please do. Uh, and, and please go ahead and subscribe. Five star reviews always make our hearts sing. Yeah, a little we don't bit. have one yet. So here's a promise: if you are the first five star review, um, s- screenshot it. And post it up on Ted and Tanner, and we'll send you a sticker. How about this? Okay. If you leave a five-star review, and you send us a picture of it, we will send you a sticker. And there's real stickers. There, I, there I are have, real stickers. I have I have some stamps laying around. Right, Tanner's got stamps <laughs> laying around. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Tanner, if they want to get a hold of you on Twitter, it's Tanner J Olson. At Same Tanner as it says, uh, not like not like uh, the Olsen twins. O l s o n is yep. how we spell O-N. it up here. But you and Ted. I'm at Theo underscore D. Yeah. And Ted and Tanner. Hey, we did this podcast. Did this podcast Sunday night. Oh. It's time for a nap. Right. Let's go watch some Olympics and hopefully it's not Rangers again. Rangers is the coast. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>